Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 165 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful wednesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar it is my pleasure to tell you it is november the 17th of the year 2021 now we have another loaded show on tap today an absolutely killer show to get you through your case of the midweek blues if you will but before we get into all of that i must also so kindly ask you to please smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like and follow button there as well. Excuse me, as well. Goodness gracious. Uh, Next item up on the docket, if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as we always do release the audio of every live show after each episode is complete. Next item up on the docket, when uh, you got a couple extra seconds, when you can find it to be uh, in your heart to be so kind to do so, please take an extra second. Hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you would be so kind. Maybe hit that share button, send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, uncles, aunts, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the world of you but might call themselves good old-fashioned degenerates and like cash and tickets because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod and the TTL Pod is for all. Last but certainly not least, if you would so kindly... Go on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. If you're looking for more TTL content, that's where you'll find it. You'll see the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content from the two of us so you can consume all of that, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, episode number 165. Once again, this beautiful Wednesday of bets, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka. And I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, my friends, because we have exactly the show you need to get you through this hump day. But I have one final duty to complete before we get into that show. Now... I've said we, I've said us, I've said the two of us, I've said the crew. I've referred to a lot of plural here when you only see singular me. So it is my pleasure to welcome in the second half of the Talking the Line Sports Media crew. 
a man that I refer to as one of my best friends, but is also known by you as the myth and the legend, but oh, let's not forget the degenerate gambling legend and TTL resident Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm getting the Collinsworth slide going on this hump day action. I am feeling pretty damn solid, my friend. The college basketball season is getting in full swing. We've got ourselves some sweaty evenings, and it's really mm. starting to feel like the action is here because, uh, hey, it, it, it friggin' is here. I don't know what the hell I'm saying over here, but, hey, I'm ready to rock, dude. I am excited for another day of uh, a full damn slate of uh, college basketball cards, a little bit of NBA action as well, but mm -hmm. good majority of what we got going on today, at least on our best bets, it does appear that we're going deep once again into the college basketball slate. Had ourselves a little decent evening last night, but, hey. We're here for another, uh, you know. I, I guess myself was a little wheel spinny, but uh, I'm here for uh, I'm here for a big day this time around. I don't know about you. Three and one day from your boy. You better believe I'm here for another big day. You better believe the mid major king is live in prime time. Now, if you didn't see it on Twitter uh, yesterday, shout out my guy, PXP Blake, play-by-play -play Blake, Blake Bernier. I uh, hope you're saying your last name right. Uh, absolutely love the sweat with him last night. We are uh, also now on chalkboard. We'll talk you about, uh, tell you guys about that a little bit later on in the show, second half of the show, so we don't waste any time here. But uh, had a little bit of a uh, back and forth in uh, one of the boards, one of the channels on uh, the POTD board on chalkboard. Somebody challenged my or me for my title as mid-major king, mid-major handicapping king. And I said, all right, I'll put it on the line. Well, I so kindly won that uh, we'll show you here in just a minute when we recap today's best bets. So by me winning, I got myself a new lid. Not this one here, but I got a chalkboard lid inbound on your boy. So with that being said, with us being a full transparency show, you know we always got to do it whether we want to or not today. It's all good. We're not really too worried about it. So with all that being said, let's recap. Yesterday's best bets of the day. Uh, Mags, yeah, little wheel spinning. Not too bad, my friend. One and one. I did mention to you on the show that Virginia could not score a bucket to save their yeah. lives, but you yeah. said I absolutely love it. I think you're going to remain off that train for just a little while now? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Going okay. to be off the train until uh, until they can get that train back on the tracks, okay. most definitely, because it was a tough, tough watch from the moment go, uh, from the word yeah. go, I mean. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. be off that one for a while. Okay, well, good to hear it. I'm glad uh, you're on this side of the fence because this is that's where I had parked myself uh, at the beginning of the week when I saw that line. I said, I'm not touching it. So welcome on to this side of the fence, my friend. We both cashed Seton Hall plus eight and a half. Mm -hmm. Easy money on that one. Well, not so easy money. It was a little sweaty in the first half. And then uh, they took care of business, took care of it outright in the second half. And then uh, the rest of my card went uh, two and one outside of the Seton Hall. Uh, James Madison, absolutely electric game. If you missed that or you didn't have action on that yeah. game, you are out of your mind quite possibly the mid-major game of the year so far between them and yeah. eastern kentucky my new boys the broncos i told you guys on the show these might be my new darlings santa clara holy shit beat a good nevada team 96 74 i think ended up be the final score holy hell those boys are a wagon they played great and then SLU, man, uh, Memphis is going to be a problem. Memphis is going to be a yeah. problem and a half. They yeah. are more than deserving of that 12th in the nation ranking, and I think we might see that jump up here a little bit within uh, the next yeah. couple of weeks. They're fucking bad on defense, and they can still drain a shot or two, and they're electric from the free throw stripe. So Memphis is going to be a problem in my mind, dude. 
Yeah, as far as talent goes, they're as good as anybody. It's about if they can get that cohesiveness, that uh, efficiency rocking, they they are as dangerous as, as anybody this year, dude. 100%. And then uh, Twofer, son of a bitch and Bobcats, <sighs> man. They tried to come all the way back. They were uh, in the red zone, turned the ball over, and then uh, – it ended up being Toledo went for it on a fourth and one and rattled off a, like a 60-yard touchdown. Yep. That just absolutely buried us. Emu came all the way back in the back door and covered the five and a half, which was just like, what the hell? So if you sprinkle a little bit on both of those outside of the parlay, which we tend to uh, in addition to the parlay, got a little bit of action back. And then the Moneyline Dice Roll, we talked about it, partner. With uh Creighton was our boys we were all about Creighton and we were like you know what if the dice say Nebraska then it's got to be Nebraska and they did not look good whatsoever I think the Blue Jays are once again going to be a tournament team and a team that we're going to be talking about all the way through May my friend I don't know about you but I think I'm back on the Creighton train no way fans or butts about it yeah I think I might be as well I, I I'm I'm thinking Nebraska is going to bounce back here over the next few weeks but man they were uh they did not have the uh they did not have the juice last night but yeah I'm, I'm with you on Creighton I think they're going to cash us some tickets this year no doubt about it 150 percent. I wish I would have just gone with my gut because I really really Same. liked him right off the jump and Same. I said eh, okay I'm seeing some shit who knows so that's yesterday's best bets of the day. What the hell we got on tap today? Well, I'm so glad you asked, my friends, because I am uh, rather excited about today's show for the very end of the show, but for the entire show in general. We got our Max Picks. He's bringing you three. We're actually lining up on one play, so we'll call it a crew play, and he's bringing you two. So then, as well, I'm bringing you two in addition. I have three plays, but again, we're lining up. Hope you're following along. I kind of got myself a little confused right there. Today's special plays. Yes, plays with an S, not just play. We got the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay. Pop off. We combine the Wednesday Warrior, who is an absolute warrior, beast, monster at covering their spreads day in and day out. And then we stick that in a parlay with one of my picks, one of Mag's picks, and we call it the Wednesday Parlay Pop Off. Today's Wednesday parlay pop-off, paying out at over 6-1 to one odds, my friends. So we have a juicy one for your bet slip. Make sure you get it locked in. I am so ready to get a special play to the window, partner. We're getting two special plays to the window. I am so sick and tired of missing it by one leg. I know this one's getting there tonight. I'm putting it out in the world. We'll recap all of that, and then we'll get into the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. While I'm thinking about it, I might as well get our honorable cubicle guest live on set. There you go. little ASMR for you. Shout out. And Shout then out, nice. uh, that will wrap up the entire first half of the show. Then we'll get in the second half of the show. Um, partner, I got a good handful of leans I want to talk to you about. Um, as do I. Okay, for sure. So we'll do that. I'm sure you got your sidebar. We'll give you guys a couple of updates, just everything all encompassing. We want to talk about uh, chalkboard with you guys and some new and exciting stuff we're going to be able to bring you and only continue to grow all that and grow with them as their platform grows. I absolutely love the guys over there, and I can't wait to talk more about that with you guys. Uh, we'll update you everything on that end. And then my motivation minutes, my friends. I am really, really, really excited about this one because this one hit me square in the middle of the chest last night, and I hope it does the same thing for you guys i found this video and i won't take full credit for it because obviously somebody's done this in the past but I'll obviously put my colt spin on it and uh do a little something something for you so it's a little bit of uh, a visual and a little bit of metaphorical if you will and uh i'll entitle it put the glass down so that's uh the rabbit hole you get you'll have to stick around for the very end you need a little extra inspiration motivation about your day hey i don't just tweet them tweet a little little tweet in the morning I talk about it, I be about it. I love to dish this stuff out. I'm no, I'm no swarmy, I'm no genius, but I always like to share a little thing that helps me and that guy over there survive this thing called life. So, all that being said, partner, back to bets, back to sports, back to everything. 
anything I did not dish out, deliberate about. Uh, we got plenty of news and NFL news we can get to in the second half of the show. Anything I missed in regards to uh, us getting this old podcast train steaming on down the tracks? No, sir. You mentioned it. NFL news at the end, but uh, I, I can't even hold my tongue. It's Joe Flacco season this Sunday, dude. Yeah. Holy <laughs> cow. Joe Flacco back over Mike White and over Zach Wilson. Okay. I don't know what's going on there with old Bobby Sala, but hey, we'll talk about that second half of the show. One final thing, my friends. Well, actually, two final things. One reminder. You see it down there in uh, the ticker. You got any questions? You got anything? We want to connect with you. We will answer it live on the show. Hop in the comments, hop in the chat, whatever you want to do, we'll look at it, we'll answer it live on the show. The second item on tap before we start today's show, as always, to me, oh fuck, to you, to you, sir, (laughs) and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets, take your sip, and once you do, hey partner, you have the floor. Alrighty, my man. I appreciate you. Oh, so I've got three I appreciate college. you too, and I appreciate <laughs> this coffee. Woo. I've got three college basketball bets, best bets Woo. coming at you. The third one is uh, one that Colt and I are lining up on, so we will tag team that one together. I'll save that one for last, and I'll kick it off right here, partner. I know you're not in love with it, but the more I talk about it, the more I write about it, the more I'm in love with this play. VCU and Vanderbilt. Colton has no interest in this game. It's a yeah, it is an ugly one. I will uh, I will admit, but for that reason, one of those reasons, I am going to the under. I caught it at one thirty six and a half. It has since dropped down despite a good amount of money coming in on the over. Uh, one thirty four and a half. Is that what you're uh, signaling to me over there? Correct. Yes, sir. So it was down a little bit lower. Jumped back a tiny bit. Uh, so there's a few things that I like in this one, partner. One thing is that this reminds me kind of a a, a poor man's v, uh, Virginia versus Houston game that we saw last night uh, mm. to where VCU being the Virginia team that can't put the ball in the bucket to save their damn lives uh, and a much lower level, both of these teams, without a doubt. I'm not saying I'm not trying to compare the two as uh, no, to the L2 from you, last I, night. I see the worm dangling in front of me in the pond, my friend. So bob it a couple times, I might take a bite. A fair share. So VCU, actually pretty, still pretty solid defensively, much like Virginia is. I mean, the, the game last night was not high scoring. Houston beat the doors off of Virginia, but this game still stayed under 119.5, let alone a score like this. I think it's going to be similar tonight. VCU's defense is actually still pretty solid. 51st in adjusted defensive efficiency, but 201st offensively, uh, adjusted offensive efficiency. They are a bad, bad team offensively. They've struggled. Struggled to score the ball already in a couple different games against some mediocre defenses. Uh, And I think Vandy's defense is better than the defenses that they have played, and they'll be able to hold them down pretty similarly. VCU put up 57 on St. Peter's in a slight win over a small mid-major team. I know you like... uh, uh, talking about St. Peter's, but they are a smaller, smaller level team to be The old Peacocks. They, there you go. And 44 points on Wagner in a losing effort. I believe they lost by 14 points. This is a really bad VCU team, at least right now. I don't know what they will be in a couple of months, but at this point in November, they are a bad, bad team. But like I said, they can still hold down the score on the defensive end. Uh, and this is, a, this is an improved Vandy team. It's still not going to be uh, knocking on the door of the SEC conversation, but they're not going to be the doormat that they've been in the last few years. I mentioned that a little bit, uh, I think a week or so ago. They're going to be a little improved, but they're still not going to be a very good team. But their defense, like I said, their defense is actually 
playing a much better style. They're not getting their ass beat, and it's not being the reason that they lose games. But I think this VCU defense is going to hold them down and keep the score down. Like I said, it might be like we saw last night where Vandy beats the absolute door off of them. But this game still might stay way under this total. Um, they have improved on offense. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my notes here without my glasses. That's my bad. <laughs> total hey, has ram- dropped Rambling three points. and slambling. <laughs> I know. Last point for me. Uh, like I said, I think the biggest thing that pushed me over the edge was the line movement dropping down despite all that money coming in on the over. I like VCU to potentially cover. I was interested in that to start things before I saw this under, but I'm staying way, way the hell away from that one. That one has the spread has dropped down, but I love this under. I would, I, I would take it any anywhere 130 or higher. Honestly, I don't care where it goes as long as it doesn't go under that. Give me the under in this one. Uh, probably not gonna be able to cut it where I got it at, so I apologize if it's a slight, slight casher for me and nobody else. But I don't think that's gonna be the case here. I like the under no matter where it is as long as it's over 130. I uh, think I'm in the boat with you, partner. I uh, won't waste too much more time on that one because you hit about every single point possibly could have. <laughs> so I, uh, I think I'm in the boat with you. I think it's a nasty game. I think it stays under, but I'm uh, gonna have to take me a little while. I'm not hammering in quite yet, but you would be so kind there's your first best bet second best bet of the day what do you got to dish out my friend Alrighty, number two, coming out of a, uh, going in a little mid-major action myself, one of the conferences that I have uh, f- uh, found familiar familiar familiarity with. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious, I'm having mm-hmm. some tongue tires today. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm going to Grand Canyon versus Prairie View A&M, and I'm taking Grand Canyon minus the 10.5. Now I love, as I keep talking about, I love the swack, <clears throat> but not in these non-conference games against these uh, much higher level conferences like Grand Canyon is in. Is in. Uh, and this is a solid Grand Canyon team within their own conference, all the less. Uh, and I think Grand Canyon is going to handle them by 20. I put this line closer to 15 here. Burry View is 253 in adjusted offensive efficiency and 195th in defensive efficiency adjusted. Prairie View has actually played a really, really tough schedule. They've faced uh, the last three games. They've had three Power Five schools with 20-point spreads. Uh, they were only able to, you know, just slightly cover one of those spreads. So they really, I don't believe they've covered, uh, or I don't believe they've lost by any less than 15 points. Period. Their first two games were St. Mary's and St. Uh, and San Francisco, lost by 19 points and 16 points. I put Grand Canyon in similar company to those two teams, if not better, actually. Yep. Um, so I really think Grand Canyon is going to handle them without any problems at all. Grand Canyon actually already uh, handled a fellow SWAC team in Grambling, beat them by 21 points <clears throat> as 15-point favorites. Like I said, I think I put it in a similar game as that. I think sure. P- uh, Prairie View is just a shade better than Grambling, but nowhere near enough uh, to keep this game within single digits. I see Grand Canyon laying the absolute hammer down and taking care of that minus 10.5, and, and even if it jumps up to 11.5, probably wouldn't go much past that because uh, I have seen 11 That's and 11.5. That's where it's holding 11 from and half. right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't like it any uh, any higher than that, really. But I do like it at ten and a half, eleven and a half, partner. I'm uh, interested what your thoughts as far as that one is. Hundred percent. I'm all the way in on that one. Uh, actually, one of the ones that I really liked, I just couldn't get all the way in the boat, and you got me all the way in the boat. I'm uh, having a lot of pond and fishing references. Maybe I need to get out of here, go to Canada or something, <laughs> go fishing. I don't know what the fuck's up with me today, but uh, yeah, it's up to eleven and a half, eleven and a half across most books right now. Um, if you're in Illinois, uh, DraftKings minus eleven right now. So that's the lowest one, best value on tap. But I still don't think Prairie View keeps it within 
11, 12, 15. So I, I, I would take it up to 15, honestly. I'm not that worried about sure. it. So love it. Second best bet of the day, partner. Please, if you could be so kind, indulge the folks out there. What's your third best bet of the day? That's also segueing into my best bet, first best bet of the day. That is going to be the cruise best bet of the day. Alrighty, so this one uh, is a bit of a public side. We will have to warn you, but we do like it nonetheless. We don't have too many fears about this one. We're going to Michigan State and Butler, the uh, the big boy game of the day as far as college basketball slate is concerned. And we're taking the Spartans. Uh, we caught it at minus two and a half. I do believe it is jumping around between minus two and a half, three right now. Uh, I don't know about you, partner. I wouldn't take it a much higher than three and a half. I uh, might even be a little tentative at three and a half, but uh, definitely like it at two and a half, three for sure. I think, uh, I believe you also uh, are with me on this as saying Butler is just a little too overvalued. A lot of these Big Ten teams have been overvalued, but I don't think that's the case here. I think Michigan State is being undervalued after that big old beatdown that they took to Kansas. Kansas is without a doubt one of the best teams in the country, and as good as I think Michigan State is, they just aren't on that level. I do think they are quite a bit better than Butler. I think some of this line has something to do with the books respecting Butler's home court advantage at Hinkle Fieldhouse because it is a fantastic home court environment. But as we've seen over the last year or two in all sports, and so far even this year, these home court advantages, of course they help, but it hasn't been the end-all, be-all by any means. And in yeah. a spot like this, you would think maybe Butler, uh, that gives them the big edge over him. I don't think that's the case here. Um, I think Michigan State is the better team, and I think they get this one done by five points or more. Butler's been pretty un- unimpressive in their 3-0 and straight-up start against some low-level competition. And I don't think they are deserving of this spread by any means. I think it should be right around four and a half, five. partner. What about you? I 150% agree. Uh, kind of to segue where you were, uh, where you finished there. Um, just Horton Fieldhouse not being, or not Horton Fieldhouse, Hinkle, um, Hinkle Fieldhouse. I'm thinking ISU Horton Fieldhouse. There you go. <laughs> <Horton> Fieldhouse. <laughs> shout uh, out, shout out ISU Roll Birds. They got their ass kicked by Murray State yesterday. Um, Hinkle Fieldhouse, uh, not the worst place to play in in the world. 160th in the nation, ranked per Ken Palm. Actually, um, they have a negative 2.8 points for four differential um, there at home. So something I didn't look up before, but as you were saying it, I was like, oh, that kind of pops into my head. And then right to segue exactly what you said, dude, Michigan State is being extremely undervalued in this spot just because of their slow start. I think this is where they turn it on. Uh, it usually takes a game or two. Not really. It's usually only two games. Michigan State looks a little goofy. Izzo's got to get the boys rocking and rolling. Then all of a sudden, they just blow the doors off of teams. And I think that's what we see here. Michigan State is just by far the better team offensively and defensively. They rank 47th in adjusted offensive efficiency per Ken Palm and 14th in adjusted defensive. And then Butler, 67th in offensive adjusted offensive and 58th in adjusted defensive efficiency. So definitely you can see the the variance there. But one thing that really matters to me, partner, is tempo. Like, I think Michigan State is going to absolutely boat race Butler here today. Butler comes in as the 353rd ranked team in the nation in tempo compared to Michigan State's 90th. So I think Michigan State only continues to improve upon that. Look for them to break within the top 50 uh, in tempo here within the next month, month and a half or so. And then last but not least, uh, rebounding is what really does it for me here. Uh, Michigan State 19th in offensive rebounding percentage, 63rd in opponent offensive rebounding percentage. Butler 126th in offensive rebounding percentage. So it's going to be a struggle for them. And then 
and 17th in opponent offensive rebounding. I don't think that matters. I think uh, Michigan State is going to do more uh, than enough to clean up the offensive glass. You might say, well, Colt, 17th, that's really good, but yeah, I don't think so. We're going to see some regression here from Butler because the three teams they've played were a very small Troy, Central Arkansas, and Uwe Pui. That's Indiana mm-hmm. University, Purdue. Uh, no, that's not. What the fuck is Uwe Pui? I U P U I. I don't know what the. I can't remember what a. Uh, like Indiana, Indiana U, Purdue U, Indianapolis. Uh, whatever the like hell that. it is. Uh, Troy, Ooey Central Ooey. Arc, and Uwe Pui. <laughs> those teams are not big, and uh, Butler has not played a high-level opponent. Michigan State has in Kansas. You mentioned it, and I think that's what we see here. There's really no great trends for either side, so I think the public's going to be looking at, or uh, some of the quote-unquote experts are going to try and look at some of these trends. Oh, there's bad trends on this side or bad trends on that side and deduct it. I think the book's kind of messed up here today. I think they needed to make this about four and a half. I think this ends right at four or three. I think that's right where we see this game end at, but again, wouldn't take it over three. So Mag's last best bet, my first best bet of the day, the Michigan State Spartans minus two and a half. Anything else you need to dish out, deliberate, lay out, my friend, uh, in regards to the old Spartans? I don't think so, man. I think we hit everything I needed to. All right. Well, let's rock and roll. Keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks. I totally forgot to put uh, our mag's best bets of the day up there. There they all go. Everything for you there. So now uh, (laughs) it's time for Colts best bets of the day. That would be yours truly. Now, I already told you Michigan State minus two and a half. Uh, Got two more coming at you here, my friends. First game, if you don't know, you won't know, but you're about to find out real quick that these boys are my number one mid-major. I love backing in every single spot, and I believe they are extremely undervalued in this spot. I don't care who the hell they're playing. Give me the Northern Colorado Bears, plus 20 and a half versus Texas. I've seen it go up 21, 22, back down to 20 to 21. I don't care. The books don't know what they're doing with this one because Northern Colorado hasn't even had a spread set for their last two games. They are just they're far and above better than any mid-major team that's going to take an opportunity to take a shot at Texas. This is their Super Bowl, my friends. They are going to be taking this game so doggone seriously, and 20 and a half is too damn much. It doesn't need to be over 10 and a half, in my opinion, especially with what we saw from Chris Beard's boys. I know it was against Gonzaga, but it did not look inspiring whatsoever. So I'm a little concerned with what we see, and I'm actually interested to see how much Northern Colorado can keep the pace of this game moving because we all know Texas likes to play the slow style of ball. 349th in the nation per Ken Palm in tempo. Northern Colorado, 145th. So I think they get out and transition a little bit more often than not. Get some of those fast break points and get us some much needed uh, quick points to keep that uh, keep that spread a little bit closer. Outside of that, I also love the experience here. You would think, oh, a mid-major team, they're not going to get the best of the best, the cream of the crop. It's going to be a bunch of random guys tossed together. Not the case with Northern Colorado Bears, my friends. They are 18th in the nation in experience. These guys have been in these spots. They are not afraid of these spots, and they will show up, like I've already said. Texas, 27th in the nation, so they're experienced as well. But honestly, I still have seen nothing from them that inspires me to back them. Anything bigger than 8.5, 9.5, and 10 would be pushing it, especially against this Northern Colorado team. You don't believe me? Believe the trends, my friends. Northern Colorado, 4-1 ATS last five overall, 5-2 ATS last seven as a dog, and 5-2 ATS last seven as a road dog. They're also 41-18-1, their last 60 road games ATS, and Northern Colorado, 8 
two and one. ATS, you better get familiar. You know I'm a homer for him. Wednesday games, day of the week trends. Texas two five and one ATS last eight following an ATS loss and three eight and one ATS their last twelve as a home favorite. I'm not saying the Bears get it done outright. I'm not even saying that this is a single point or single yeah single point loss or single digit loss. But I don't think it's going to be any more than eleven. So give me all of the Northern Colorado Bears plus 20 and a half or wherever you're finding it because I like it at any point. Give me my boys. Lock it in. Okay, partner. You had me interested, but uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little tentative. I have to be honest. I'm a little tentative. Be tentative all you want. This one isn't you be tentative about it. If I was telling you fucking Ryder or something against Texas, maybe. But this is, <laughs> this is the cream of the crop in the big sky. So I freaking love Northern Colorado. They're going to get this job done. No question. No harm. No foul. So there you go. There you have it. Second best bet of the day. My third and final best bet of the day, my friends. Now, these guys, I was talking about these guys back in... Geez, August, September, they're one of my favorite uh, college basketball teams to back. Just haven't had any uh, favorable opportunities to back them. The book's really fucked up on them today, and I'll tell you about it. Uh, But first, let me tell you the matchup. St. John's Red Storm against the Indiana Hoosiers, baby. And I'm taking the St. John's Red Storm plus four and a half. Give me all of the Red Storm, my friends. They are one of my mid-major darlings, and I absolutely love them. Actually, they're not so much mid-major, but they're kind of qualifying that. But... Why I say the book's messed up, my friends, is this line opened up at 6 this morning, uh, plus not at 6 a.m. this morning, plus minus 6 on most books. And I said, well, that is way too doggone much for St. John's. There is no way it needs to be there. So I stuck it in the uh, bet slip. I went and looked at a few other slips, and then all of a sudden it said the market had been closed. I said, what is this? I go back, and they had completely closed the whole market. They were getting murdered on that number already, and they knew it. They knew they screwed up, so they closed it all together so nobody could even get that number anymore at 6. Opened it back up at 4.5, and I actually wrote at the end of my analysis that I would be comfortable with this number down to 4.5, hell, even 3.5, because I think St. John's is just that damn good and can keep up with the overhyped name of the Hoosiers. You don't believe me? Believe the stats, my friends. Per Ken Palm, SJSU, or I'm sorry, SJU, St. John's University, 40th in the nation, adjusted offensive efficiency, 55th in the nation in adjusted defensive efficiency. Indiana, 65th in the nation in adjusted offensive efficiency. 17th in adjusted defensive efficiency oh my gosh Colt they're 17th in the nation in defense how can how can I truthfully back that my friends it was against northern Illinois who we know is not a basketball school my friends and it was also against eastern Michigan who we know is not that great of a basketball school either I think that St. John's is going to wake up Indiana or catch them sleeping rather and uh, they're going to wake them up maybe halfway through the second half because they are way too good of a team to be getting four and a half points. I would I would even dog on near back this at two and a half. I, I think that quite possibly St. John's goes on the road and gets this one outright. But that's not what I'm taking. I'm taking the plus four and a half. A couple of other key reasons. Tempo, my friends, St. John's is going to boat race Indiana any opportunity they can. They are ninth in the nation in tempo compared to Indiana, who's 116th in the nation. Rebounding, not a huge factor here. I think it cancels itself out because St. John's is 76th in offensive rebounding percent, 221st in opponent offensive rebound percent, but Indiana... 286th in offensive rebound percent, and then 34th in opponent offensive rebound percent. So you can see where it kind of cancels out there. And for them to be 286th on offense, them being Indiana against NIU and EMU, 
That's pretty piss poor. St. John's is a lot better than those teams. So I think St. John's ends up winning the rebound battle. And last but not least, you know I always mention it, from the charity stripe is valuable, my friends. You have to look at that this time of the year. Indiana shooting 70% from the free throw line. Okay, not too bad, but St. John's 81% from the stripe. I said it with Seton Hall yesterday. This is going to be a team you're going to see come January, February, March into the tournament that they shot 85, 88% from the line. It's where they make their money. It's how they stay in these games with these bigger teams. And it's why the books know they fucked up with six and quickly dropped it down to four and a half, which I still think is a fuck up. So you don't believe me, believe the trends. St. John's, 4-1 ATS last 5 overall, 9-3 ATS last 12 following an ATS win, 7-3 ATS last 10 as a dog, and they are 19-9-1 ATS their last 29 Wednesday games. Indiana, 1-7 ATS last 8 overall, and they are 0-3-1 ATS last 4 following an ATS win. Once again, my friends, I think St. John's has more than enough of an opportunity to win this outright, but I will gladly take all four and a half points here this morning because I caught the book sleeping. Take it with me, and we will meet you at the pay window. St. John's Red Storm, plus four and a half. My man, I like this one a lot. I am also interested in this money line as well because a lot of these big, I mean, you know me with my Big Ten. I am as big of a Big Ten basketball fan and backer as I am in football, my friend. Oh, no, friend. no. It, it is full-blown homer, my friend. Exactly, and I think the Big Ten is going to be a really good basketball conference, but they don't really, you know, they the one team that was undervalued in Michigan State at two and a half, all these other teams against some really solid opponents, whether it's yeah. the Big East or whatever, whatever other really solid conference there's no reason they need to be any lower than uh or any higher than four and a half and that's where like you said the books caught sleeping look at michigan the other night again or last night against seton hall look at illinois against marquette the night before mm. indiana's not mm. as good as those two teams are and i would put st john's in a similar category as seton hall and uh and marquette so You're damn right. i like You're you damn right. i think they've got a good chance to win this one outright partner so now um, it has turned into a sharp side, and I don't think or it turned into a very public side as well. Um, yeah. It is getting sharp money, 95% of money, and I think it's because the books know they fucked up. Like they, mm -hmm. like they, they did not put this number right, and they needed to open it at two and a half and get a boatload of money because I think it might finish by one possession. I honestly do. St. John's has enough firepower to keep up like that. So don't be afraid if you see money in bet splits. It is not a public dog like that. And partner, you would also be elated to know that um, Texas has become a severe public side okay. now they're 91 percent of bets but only 82 percent of money and it's gradually been dropping over the course okay. of the show here nine okay. percent of bets for noco but 18 percent of money just slowly rising over the course of the show so i'll give you an update there how at many, the end how many uh how many of that percentage money wise is you uh a good amount. <laughs> nah, <laughs> only, only dropped a fucking dime. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Nah. No. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, my three best bets of the day. Mag's three best bets of the day. Let's dive into uh, the special play of the day, my friends. Two, actually, special plays. We have the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. Well, let me tell you about the Wednesday Warrior first. And, partner, I'll let you segue in here. Not a whole lot we need to say about them. Uh, we're taking the Sacramento Kings. Plus two, plus two and a half uh, on the spread. Hey, you're all good. Just briefly, you kind of heard there. Uh, oh, they, they're, uh, well, they're weed whacking or whatever the fuck. Now, what <laughs> is it with glass. these? Sorry, what is it man. with Chicago people wanting to cut their grass when it is 30 degrees outside? I, I don't Actually, understand. 
It's, like, it's about it's to a die. Weird, like 55, 60 degrees out here, dude. Oh well, I guess I spend too much time in the lab. I got to get out and uh, go for know. a walk. I, I I haven't been outside yet today, so I got I got to get that done. Either way, we ain't talk about that. Get out of that rabbit hole. Sacramento Kings plus two, two and a half. Uh, wherever you're finding that is the Wednesday Warrior of the day. They've just been a doggone good team, and this line is really, really, really fishy for me as far as the Timberwolves side. With it being a minus two, I mean, I just feel like everybody is going to run to them as a home favorite. Oh my gosh, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know that the Kings are kind of struggling. I don't buy it, man. I absolutely love the Kings. I know you're pretty dove deep into the NBA right now. I usually wait about a month till I get really, 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 really dove into it. Um, anything you're pulling out as far as the Kings plus two and a half? Yeah, so one thing, as far as the Kings, this is a Kings team that you and I both love in certain spots, and this is one of those spots. Yep. Yep. You also have to realize, because there are very, there's a few teams that we like to back, but these teams are very, very much ebb and flowy type teams where, man, they're for a week or two, they're, they're going to catch you a hand. Ebb and flow. And then for another week, they're going to be, yeah, and then for another week, they're going to be rough. They were rough for a little bit. They just bounced back two nights ago, put up 120. It is the Detroit Pistons, a bad team. But nonetheless, I the fact that they're putting up that amount of points on anybody, 129 to 107 win, yep. that's a good sign for me. I think we're about to catch the Kings on that roller coaster back up the rails. And Minnesota, they've been playing some really good teams uh, and have been uh, hanging tight with them. So I guess that would be the only thing that kind of worries me a little bit. But I think, like I said, when the Kings offense is rolling, that's when you need to back them. And I think we're about to see them roll for another week or so here. So with the plus two, I mean, it was two, two and a half this morning. And it's already down to two. Big old money split coming towards the Kings way. So I like this one. I think they get it done outright, partner. I think so, too, but uh, I will gladly take all two, two and a half. Uh, it looks like it's kind of sticking across to, uh, or at two across the market, rather. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. Wednesday Warrior. They are actually really profitable when we make them our Wednesday Warrior for some reason. It's like yeah. the organization hears us talking about them. Sacramento Kings plus two. Now, you see special plays. We've covered the Wednesday Warrior about to come right there it is. Now we're about to cover the parlay pop-off right there it is. Okay, now three <laughs> legs on that bad boy. Obviously, the first leg is going to be the Sacramento Kings plus two. But then we got one of my plays and one of Mag's plays to add. Now, as far as Mag's play goes, we're going to Grand Canyon University. Minus 10.5, minus 11, minus 11.5. Comfortable with it there. Believe that point swing is exactly what is to be expected with probably how the early money is coming in. Really don't see any splits because of how um, how small this game is and kind of how kind off of the obscure. radar it is. <laughs> but uh, Grand Canyon is going to handle business. No problem. No harm, no foul. And then as for my play, because we caught the book sleeping, we're taking St. John's plus four and a half against Indiana. You parlay all three of those bad boys up. Last time I checked, you're getting right around plus 612 odds. Over 6 to 1 payout, put your little $10 on there, get your $6 holla, or maybe you put a hundo on there, your little $600 holla, whatever you feel like. Remember, always bet responsibly. Uh, what's what's the saying? Um, be who you can afford to be, yeah. rather. Don't, uh, don't go blowing a whole bankroll just because you love the Wednesday Warrior, the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. Be who you can afford to be. One thing I love uh, that our guy Pat McAfee says is uh, don't... Shout out. Don't bet to where if you lose, you're going to drop a tax bracket, and don't mm-hmm. bet uh, as, at least straight up to where you're trying to jump up a tax bracket. Correct. Uh, yeah, keep yourself within your own limits. 150 percent be who you can afford to be. So there you go. Special play of the day and a reminder to always gamble responsibly from the TTL crew. Now it is time to 
recap all of today's best bets of the day, my friends. So rip out those sports books once again. Maybe your pen's in your paper if that's how you take stock. Maybe you're not in a legalized state yet, but boy, oh boy, are we sweeping the nation state by state, county by county, quickly, faster and faster and faster and faster, and all of a sudden you know every 50, all 50 states in the entire good old U.S. of A. are going to be legalized. So just a bunch of filler words and bullshit there, honestly, for you guys, <laughs> so I could get this fucking shit to load. Uh, I'll, I'm man enough to admit it. I know that was all a bunch of cluster fucks. So here we go. Please, my friends, if you are ready to recap the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Okay, here we are. Being a little goofy this morning. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Wednesday of bets, November 17th, 2021, are now live on your screen. All right, my friends, here we go. Here we have it. If you turn your attention... Directly above us, you will see my picks for the day. Three coming at you. I'm taking the Michigan State Spartans minus two and a half. Northern Colorado Bears plus 20 and a half. And the St. John's Red Storm plus four and a half. Turn your attention opposite side of that to Armag's picks. His three best bets. He's taking the Grand Canyon. I can't remember what they are. Minus 10 and a half. Antelopes minus 10 and a half. Michigan State Spartans minus two and a half. And VCU versus Vanderbilt under 136 and a half. He is comfortable with that few point drop we've already seen this morning right below that you see our wednesday warrior special play of the day it's over that direction the sacramento kings plus two and a half or wherever you're finding that on your book and below all that the double special play every wednesday the wednesday parlay pop off three legs on it sacramento kings plus two and a half the grand canyon antelopes minus ten and a half and the saint john's red storm plus four and a half again parlayed up for over six to one odds let's get all of today's best bets to the pay window but before we can do that my friends you need to lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book okay partner okay well there we go there we have it that'll do it for the ttl crew's best bets of the day all right, so I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of that. All right, now, one final little segment here. We have uh, one more bet, if you will, or one more favorite pick, one more best bet, whatever you want to call it, whatever you like to refer to them as, from our honorable guest, the cubicle objects, all-knowing cubicle objects, the Moneyline Dice. So it is now time for today's Moneyline Dice roll of the day, my friends. And partner, would you be so kind to oblige us as to... Who are we rolling for today, or who are the Moneyline Dice rolling for today? Not we. Who are they rolling for? So we've got a nice, uh, what appears to be a potential extremely exciting, sweaty matchup out of Toledo Rockets and Oakland Golden Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. Grizzlies, the Golden Grizzlies are minus two favorites at home against Toledo. Both these teams are a a very, very scrappy mid-major team. I know you like both these teams, as do I. Wait, 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 wait. They're minus two favorites at home? Oakland is, yeah. Okay. Keep going. That didn't. Yeah, yeah, that didn't flip, did it? Yep. They were it plus did? two to open. Yep. They were plus two to open the day. Sheesh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so it is at minus two right now. Uh, looks like the money splits are very, very even. 50-50. Uh, mm. 54% of bets on Oakland, but 50-50 money right now, it appears. 
Over under is one uh, little bit of a discrepancy here. Looks like FanDuel 146.5. DraftKings is 148. Okay. Uh, did not have any thoughts on that one. I don't know about you, but. Uh, no. I think it's going to be that, high scoring, but I don't know. I think this one's going to give a uh, run for the money as far as mid major game of the year, as far as what we saw last night, partner. I think this is going to be a sweat and a half, whichever way you have it. Yeah, I think you are right on that one, my friend. So uh, without further ado, let the cubicle objects tell us what we got coming. Uh, first roll of the day, my friends. Home or away? Are we taking the home team, Oakland Golden Grizzlies? Or are we rocking and rolling with the away team, the Toledo Rockets? We all find out because I don't know. They do in three, in two, in one. Away. Away team, Toledo Rockets. Away team, Toledo Rockets. Toledo Rockets. There you go. You see your A. Okay. Next roll of the day. Are we taking them on the money line, getting a little plus money, Paulie action, or are we getting a couple of points to back us on the road? We all find out once again in three, in two, in one. ATS. Okay. ATS, I'll pick it right up for you. There you go. You can see ATS. There you go. There you have it. All right. Now, wild card roll. Will they be doubling down for the second day in a row? Will they say, hey, boys, we need a little extra screen time. We really don't know what the hell's going on right now. Or are they going to skip all of that and they're going to go to the total? We once again find out from the all-knowing cubicle objects, the money line dice in a three, a two, one. Come on, guys. Away money line. All right. So, a- the dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, not from me, not from Mags, but from the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-popular cubicle objects that be the Moneyline Dice, hammer in right now for a full unit, the Toledo Rockets plus two and a half unit on the Toledo Rockets Moneyline. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. I like it. I like it, Dice. I think I do, too. I think I do, too. I mean, we were a little torn, but it was, like, barely, like, you know, still basically on the fence either way. I like Oakland. Like, I liked Oakland because of that flip, but, hey, if the Dice know what's up, the Dice know what's up. Dice so, know what's up. I don't know. And when they typically go ATS and money line on a plus money poly, it's typically uh, good news. So, hey, there's today's money line Dice roll of the day. All right, that does it. Uh, first half of the show. Uh, my best bets, Mag's best bets, special play of the day, all the analysis behind them. Moneyline Dice special or Moneyline Dice best bet of the day. Toledo Rockets plus two and a half and a little sprinkle on their money line or plus two, wherever you're seeing it at. Time to get into the second half of the show, my friends. Kick it on back a little bit. We'll talk a little shit, discuss a few leans we're getting into. Obviously, have our back and forth banter and then the always important. TTL announcement. So without further ado, my friends and partner, anything burning on the brain, melt on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 165 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous Monday of bets, also, or whoa, Wednesday of bets, also known as November the 17th, 2021. My man, I've uh, got a little itch to scratch as far as a uh, beloved league of ours that we have not been able to talk as much about because of the college basketball and NBA seasons coming through. Yes. I'm just uh, interested in some NFL lines this weekend to mm-hmm. see what uh, your early thoughts are for mm-hmm. a quick little rundown here. 
Okay. Because as we mentioned, we've uh, obviously been dropping down the news the last couple of days, but haven't been able to dive too deep into any conversation. So I'll kick it off, and I guess you'll probably bounce it back to me, but my Packers on the road, minus two and a half against the Vikings. Are you are you fading my pack, or uh, are you just staying away completely? Fuck the Packers, dude. I'm not backing the Packers. but and I'm not saying that. I don't know if I have enough yones. Hey, I might take the Vikings plus two and a half at home. It's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your boys are a severe public side already. Oh, baby. Um, As they've been the last ten weeks. Not this severe. Not this severe. Not like this. Like, maybe if they're like 80, 80, 80, 90, 99. They are 80 and 50 right now. Like, they are getting 50 fucking percent of money, essentially. Where, like that is that's the most severe it's been yet um, i would say that Bengals game was worse actually uh, i remember that one that was like 90 92 they they were all just the fucking same they were favorites and that one ended up if you got it at the wrong fucking number it didn't end yeah. up even covering so right that one there's your fucking point um dude i don't know i i i think if anybody has an opportunity to fuck them up it's going to be minnesota and you know it's- that defense just has a knack for not being able to stop Dalvin Cook. And if they can't stop Dalvin Cook, then they're going to be asleep on the outside. And before you know it, you're going to have three fucking Adam Thielen touchdowns. So yeah. I'm going to have to think about that one. I know uh, I, I, was, I wasn't surprised that's where the first one you went to. And even though it's a <laughs> I'm fucking 325, that's a noon game. It's just at the bottom okay. of the slate. Yeah. I mean, I uh, if their offense plays the way they did the other day, I, they might be in trouble. But uh, New England minus six and a half at the Falcons. Falcons just got smoked by the Cowboys. Yeah, I I'm probably am staying away at all. Nope. No, no interest. I'm not uh, how about your Bears? Say. Plus the six. Nope. I'm good. Uh, okay. Don't need any part of that. Um, actually, Saints. Houston Houston plus ten and a half I'd be interested in, um, depending on what the hell happens there. I think that's too many fucking points for Tennessee. At some point in time, you got to see some regression here, and Tyrod covers. That was just one bad game back. First game he played in freaking two months. Give, him, give the kid a break. It's still Tyrod covers. They were covers. off last week, right? Yeah, coming off the bye. Mm-hmm. So plus ten and a half. Uh very interesting there. Um no, I'm not uh, I don't even want to go anywhere near the Saints and the Eagles because Neither why the I. hell are the Eagles <laughs> minus one I. and a half favorites? That's stupid. No, that, that, that that's just like screaming take the Saints and then you're gonna get screwed because they came they snuck in the back door last week uh against Tennessee. It was one of my best bets of the weekend and I just thought that number was way too much. Now I think it's kind of fishy in the opposite direction. I think I would Man. take the Eagles, but the more so, I look at this, nah. the more I hate this slate. Yeah, it's not good, honest. man. It's not good. You were uh, real excited to get to talking about some of these. I'm like, nope, hate that. Nope, no way. Wow. Um, Miami against uh, the Jets, minus three and a half. I'm not a fan of that at all. Why <laughs> the fuck is that three dude. and a half? Um, yeah, Flacco season will have four fucking picks. Um, <laughs> Carolina-Washington under maybe? Uh, and that'll be a fucking game know. where they both score 30 freaking points and Taylor Bud Lydeke shits off out of nowhere, and then Cam makes his return and absolutely destroys the, his uh, one of his former coaches. I Hey, man, I, I don't know. That one, uh, that one kind of yeah, seems know, like dude. I might back the Panthers, but I don't really want three and a half points. Um, Bengals, Raiders, I'm a little interested in that. Maybe a little bit of Raiders action, but then again, they looked completely dead against Kansas City. Um, so we'll see what happens there, man. I, I am not a fan of this slate whatsoever, no, to be honest with all. you. Whatsoever. Um, Arizona minus two and a half, maybe. If Kyler's back, if D-Hop's back, uh, hopefully they shake off the cobwebs quick. And then 
why is Dallas a fucking two and a half point favorite on the or f- a f- dog on the road to Kansas City? Like, are you call me stupid if they're not gonna win that fucking game by 17 points and they're giving them two and a half? Why does the book repeatedly stand up on top of their fucking counters, pull their pants down when it comes to the Cowboys and say, "Hey, public, fist us all you want." We don't care what number we put out because they're going to fucking beat it either way. Why? Why Why do they keep doing this, Mags? Why do they keep doing this? I think the Chiefs are more of a public side in any game than the Cowboys are. The Chiefs are getting more of the public action right now. I mean, this is insane. This is insane. Like, you know the Cowboys are covering and winning outright. No question. I'm interested in the Cowboys. That's the one that I'm interested in the most. I would put the Cowboys at minus five and a half, minus six and a half, and I still take them. The Chiefs are obviously figuring something out, but you and I talked off the show. The Raiders just defensively decided not to play the style of defense that's been working against the Chiefs all season long. So I have to imagine the Cowboys are going to have a much better game plan than the Raiders did. So I'm really interested in the Cowboys there, especially if they're not the public side. I feel like that's got to flip by game time, dude. There's no way that people are still buying into the Kansas City Chiefs and what they're doing. The public loves the Chiefs, man. Especially once you, they show something like they did the other That's night. So I mean, I agree. That's so I agree dumb. with you. I might drop a fucking stack on the Cowboys plus two and a half, dude. Like, that's just... That's that's ludicrous. That is absolutely ludicrous. That might be one of my best bets of the weekend. Holy cow. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's ludicrous. Wow. Like especially if they're like if the Cowboys were the public side, I'd be concerned, but I'm good. I'm good on all not. that. Holy smokes. Yeah, definitely uh definitely that if anything jumped off the board at me, that was the one that jumped yeah. off the board at me. Everything else is kind of fuck all right now. I don't know. Maybe uh, Detroit banged up Baker. Um I don't know. The Lions trying to get something done right now. I Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not. Uh, wow, I am <laughs> I not know. really interested in. Uh, oh, and now Jared Goff is day to day, and will sit out practice today. Per old Dan Campbell. Oh yeah, their there backup quarterbacks go, are bad, bad. You think Jared Goff isn't good? David Blau uh, and David Blau, Tim Boyle, baby. Tim Boyle, you're fucking former Packers. Back. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you have it. Uh, NFL <laughs> not looking great for this week, my friends. I'm not too uh, too sure what the hell we're gonna be doing, but you know we'll have best bets, no question about it. Friday's show, we'll do some deliberate and see what actually has the value. But uh, first glance there, or if it's actually second glance, I look through it again, and it does yeah. not look uh, any more favorable than what I originally saw it on Monday. Right. Um. So, yeah, there you go. There you have it. Well, how about a few more leans, partner? We'll just segue right on from that. Go ahead. I got some college basketball nonsense I was looking at here, dude. And I'm going to look at a couple of bet percent splits, shit like that. Um, I know we talked about this one a little bit off of uh, off air. URI versus Boston College. Mm. URI laying six, five and a half on or at home. This always feels to me like the time right when I decide I'm going to back Rhode Island that they end up just laying an egg and Boston College is going to take care of business. Is that what it feels like to you, or am I just way the hell off here? That's kind of what it feels like to me because I do think they win this one outright. I was just so shocked to see the number that high. You would think it would be minus 2.5, minus 3.5, and and people would be buying into Like It seems like it's a Boston College trap, but once again, like you said, as soon as you want to buy into Rhode Island, uh, as far at least on the spread, I feel like they're going to win this game by 3, but at the same time, I don't have Coyones to back Boston College in that spot either. No, it is. Uh, it's rather damn tight, too, my friend. Uh, 49% of bets for Boston College, 51% of money for Boston College. So it's virtually 50-50 right now. So I and would say stay far the fuck away from that game. 
Right, and Boston College hasn't played anybody, but it's not like they're playing bad against these no. teams. They're two and one ATS. They've barely, they've barely failed to cover the third one that they lost. So I mean, I, I like Rhode Island a lot this year, but that just seems like too many points for sure. Uh, next one up on tap for me, I really was interested in uh, St. Joe's against Drexel, and then I looked a little bit more into it. I started liking Drexel a lot. Drexel opened up plus one and a half dogs. They flipped to minus one favorites pretty much across the entire market. 55% of bets, 95% of money. They handled a fucking good, uh, really, really good um, Syracuse team with Buddy Bayheim still. I mean, they didn't beat him outright, but 60-55, to 55, that's a fucking hell of a job by Drexel there, my friend. So worth an ad, do you? I don't know. I actually don't know too much about these teams. These are two that have fallen under my radar, at least for this season. I always keep an eye on these teams as it goes. So this will be mm. one that I would probably just be interested in watching personally. Yeah. Um, but I think you might be right. Drexel might be the play on this one. Yeah, I think Drexel is the play. You might see me end up adding that. Um, Wagner, man. I am so fucking tentative right now. Are they a wagon? Is Wagner a wagon? Oh, wow, are they about to take care of business? Um, but then again, they're playing them daggum St. Pete's Peacocks that have just yep. had a knack of showing their feathers in my direction this year. And uh, by that, I mean taking all of my fucking money. Um, yeah. So that being said, and they look like the sharp side. Some books, it's already dropped down to two and a half. So I'm going to tell you to avoid this one. I don't even want to really talk about that one because what I what I was going to kind of go along is that Wagner has been an absolute wagon so far, and I think it has some value. And then you look at the splits. St. Pete's has just been really, 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 really tough to beat. And I know they haven't played, like, the best teams in the world so far. But, I mean, they played St. John's and uh, gave them a little bit of a run for their money for a little while. Ended up getting beat by 21. But gave them a run for their money for a bit. And then that VCU game, I know they were terrible. But jeepers, creepers, I don't know. So, I'm going to stay away from this one. I love Wagner as a dog. I don't know if I can get all the way in the boat with them as a favorite of more than a fucking three-pointer. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Wagner would be where it got to my head where I'd go. But, yeah, I'm mm. out on that one for sure. Uh, had Oakland down there, plus 2.5. Uh, flipped to minus 2.5. The dice said, fuck that. Take Toledo minus two, or plus 2.5 or whatever you're seeing in that. I think Sprinkle that's going to a one-point game. <laughs> I think it is, too. I think it's going to be similar to that JMU-EKY game we saw last night. Again, shout out, Blake. What a freaking sweat that was, my friends. Uh, next game up that I... Uh, yeah, it has flipped. Son of a gun. Um, but they're not getting the sharp side. Yeah, never mind. I don't really want to talk about this. The name you want to keep in your head, though, the Ryder Broncos. From mm. time to time, they're very valuable. They were plus one and a half open this morning. Flipped to minus one and a half. But Bucknell is getting 50% of bets, 87% of actual money. I think you can buy into that steam because Bucknell does uh, outpace them by at least a good 200 spots. So yeah. I think that's what it's going to come down to. If you're looking to play that game, I would say Bucknell just because of their pace, but I'm going to take it off of mine. Um, the must bus and the who picks it? Arkansas Razorbacks, Razorbacks um, welcoming in the, uh, remind me one more time, gosh darn it, now my freaking app's fucking up, so I can't just Northern keep Northern Iowa Panthers. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you and I, we've talked about it before on this show, dude. You and I is broken as all shit. I don't trust them whatsoever, but this line is dropping down. 14 and a half at open, down to 12 and a half now. I think I'm comfortable with it uh, there. I just do not think that you and I has any type of firepower to keep up with Arkansas here. I'm not going to lay that, but man... 
I just think this is a trap and a half. So if you're like looking at you and I and saying, oh my gosh, I have to take all 13, 12 and a half. You and I is a good team. No, they're not. They're broke as a fucking joke. This isn't 2014, 2015, 2016. Like they are not the same you and I Panthers team. I can promise you that we literally went to school in the Missouri Valley Conference. We know about these fucking teams. You and I is broke as a joke, but I don't know if I can get all the way in with the must bus and the boys. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to back it, but I agree with you completely. I f- it feels like the public is just kind of wanting UNI to be that team, and they just aren't. <sighs> but at the same time, they're a team that typically, if they have a lucky night, or maybe not lucky night, but you know what I'm trying to say, just a hot night of shooting, they can yeah. definitely take care of a spread like this. So as far as a spread like this, they're definitely dangerous. Um, so that's why I would stay away. But I, I think the must bus, I mean, hey, I mean, maybe we just love the must bus. I don't know, but mm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. A um, couple others that I was looking at, and I don't want to spend too much time on them. Um, Air Force plus two and a half. My only rationale mm-hmm. there is just they've been really fucking sneaky so far. But Texas uh, Texas Southern is also one of my favorite mid-majors to back. The Tigers are freaking sick, and they're already 3-0 and ATS this year. So definitely something to think about with Air Force. They've been really, really, really sneaky. And anytime they're a dog and now a home dog, eh, worth a look. But the line is moving in the wrong direction. So yeah. stay away from that one. Tough to deduct because they've played three uh, at least pretty solid teams, Oregon, yeah. St. Mary, and Washington, too. And, the, yeah, and they, I mean, they took care of business. They have yeah. not looked bad. At the bare minimum, they covered. So, I mean, goodness gracious. You know what I hate the most? I'm not going to trash. Actually, I'm not going to trash out this app right now because I just about <laughs> started to trash it. I'm not going to do that. Uh, my fault. We're not there uh, n- Nothing I hate. Uh, Pepperdine, uh, <laughs> minus one and a half. Um, I was really interested in it this morning. I don't trust UCD, but like now people you- don't know what app we fucking yeah, <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, fucking, uh, fucking, yeah, UCD. Fuck Pepperdine UCD. That ain't, that, you don't even need to look at that game. That game's fishy as all hell. If you want to take a side, take UCD, I would say, uh, because Pepperdine doesn't need to be minus one and a half. They should absolutely blow the brakes off of the Aggies, but I don't think it happens. Um, last one from me, University of Cal Riverside. Um, I really, really, really liked UCR first couple games here, was backing them, was enjoying them, and now they're down to, or yeah, they've kicked up. So lines moved in the wrong direction. They opened up its two-point favorites up to three-and-a-half point, or uh, two-point dogs, up to three-and-a-half point dogs on a lot of books right now. They're going to be a team you want to keep your eye on, but I think against the Toreros of San Diego, um, it's kind of a bad matchup for them. So I don't think I'm going to add that one either. Yeah, I'm staying away. I'm interested to watch that one. I think both those teams are going to be really, really surprisingly, really fun and to watch teams and really good teams. Yeah, yep. uh, So I'm going to be interested to see who takes that one outright. Most def, I'm going to be tuned into that one for sure because that'll be that'll be a good mid-major action for sure on that one. Uh, that does it for college basketball. Um, how about just a little bit of my action, partner? Uh, the only last thing that I wanted to touch on, obviously we can't bet on NIU and Buffalo um niu getting lane. or lane one and a half on the road they actually opened up two and a half point favorites so a little interested but i would lean to them uh if i was leaning anywhere niu yeah buffalo has been i mean a lot of a lot of people are liking the bulls it looks like but buffalo yeah. hasn't been has not been very productive lately so i don't know i don't know about you but i'm interested in niu if we could bet it all right, what about the chips? Uh, Central Mitch, uh, you know me and the chips. As soon as I fucking back them, they kick me in the teeth. As soon as I decide to stay away, they kick me in the teeth again. So it's just like this year, I cannot back the chips. They uh, actually opened up as two-point dogs. Yeah, two-point dogs. They've since flipped to two-and-a-half-point favorites 
We're holding uh, pretty solidly around one and a half point favorites this morning. Are you going to end up jumping in the um, action boat here today with this game, or are you going to stay away in general? Quite possibly, man. I mean, I, I, I'm interested in riding the hot hand of the chips. The chips are yeah. as hot as, as any team in the MAC. And they've won f- at least, I, I've only seen the last five games, but they've won four of the last five pretty damn handily. I mean, they yeah. only lost by one point to NIU. Actually, both these teams have lost by one to NIU. So, I mean, it is probably pretty pretty close and warranted for that spread. But if I was going anywhere, I'd ride the hot hand in the chips. Shout out Khalil Pimpleton, man. Uh, quickly becoming a uh, action star, left, right, Seriously. and center. He actually uh, follows the TTL page. So shout out Khalil if you ever uh, see this. Followed him after he had those fucking three touchdowns, 7,000 yards, whatever he did. And I was like, oh, is that the real KP? That's the real KP. You got to be shitting me. So shout, shout out, out Khalil Pimpleton. Uh, keep that in your head. Might uh, be a guy who ends up getting in the end zone a couple times here uh, today against Ball State. Um, so, yeah, I think I would lean with the chips. Minus two and a half might be worth a look for me, might be worth an add. Um, so there you go. There you have that there. Um, partner, anything else you're leaning on? Anything else you were looking there before we uh, talk a little nonsense, dive into some rabbit holes, and then get on the hell out of here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish we had a uh, unbiased perspective as far as our bulls go because, I mm. mean, the train Oh, is, shout uh... out. Fucking shout out, actually. Uh, my boy Dustin. Uh, tweeted at me. He said, at Colt TTL Sports, I need you to explain to me how the hell the Bulls are not favored tonight. Vegas gives them no respect. It's free money. All I see is red with a Benny the Bull gif. Um, are we crazy? Are we wild? Is he thinking the same way we're thinking? Uh, so I know there's... you're a little tentative because you backed the Blazers on fucking Tuesday or Monday or whatever it was. How you feeling about this? So, I, I mean, I, I if I'm going anywhere, I'm back in the Bulls, no doubt about it. But there are some red flags, I feel like. One, he's saying, why are the Bulls a dog? And that's a big why. I don't know why. I, one thing is these long West Coast trips, uh, the more you get into them. Uh, we talked about against the Lakers. We liked them against the Lakers, but that's because they were sticking around in L.A. back-to-back nights. They didn't have to go anywhere. Now they're right. traveling a little bit more on the West Coast. They've been over there for almost a week now. Sometimes those can be a tough road trip for them. Uh, and these Blazers, I mentioned them, their offense was going to start showing up, and they showed up against the solid defense and the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, as I'm talking about it, if any team has the right defensive matchups for this Blazers team, it's our damn Bulls with the guards that we have defensively with Lonzo and Alex Caruso. But I thought Levine and DeRozan weren't going to be a good duo, dude. I thought they were going to suck. Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't Stop. You're talking me into a fan perspective as far as putting a, a stack down on the Bulls. Uh, there's big money coming out on the Blazers, so that's another red flag. But I, I can't tell yeah. if it's just a lack of respect from the books or if this is a Bulls trap. I don't know, man. I, I'll they probably just, be back in the Bulls in some fashion, but, man, I'm a little nervous. I want to, but I, I think they're just being uh, they're being a little overvalued for some reason. I don't know what reason. Like They've just playing, been playing too damn good for them to be two-and-a-half-point dogs. I just yeah. feel like somehow, one way or another, they're just going to end up fucking you, and, and that's just not something you <sighs> – you want to be a part of tonight. I, I think it's just going to be a blip in the grand scheme of things of what the Bulls um, season has yeah. been like so far, but eh, I, I might want to stay away from that one tonight. 
I, I think it might just be a really close, sweaty game, and the books are hoping for a little bit of regression. But like I said, I almost want to buy into just the fact that the Bulls have the best defensive guards potentially for this Blazers backcourt and Lillard and McCollum. So yep. we can move off of this one or else I'll keep going for hours. Yeah, I know that. We'll uh, get rid of uh, the Bulls talk there when we will never go anywhere. <laughs> so uh, outside of that, nothing too major on my end of the world. Uh, it's colder than a son of a bitch. Uh, well, it was at least this morning. It's starting to get cold now. You say it's 55, 60 degrees all of a sudden in, in uh, middle of November. So whatever it is, I haven't been outside yet. 63, I my 63 degrees holy shit out of nowhere um hey it was 30 degrees and it's 60 degrees and it's 40 who knows what the hell's even going on right now uh all i know is we better not get stuck in another fucking polar vortex that's all i care about uh it's generally about this time of the month that we get absolutely obliterated in the uh, chicagoland area so here's your reminder my friends get the damn scraper in your truck get the damn boots in your truck in your car get your extra warm clothes in the car you get broke down on the side of the road i don't need you freezing up like a fucking popsicle all right we need to thaw you out we need to keep you good reminder to you too over there partner stay safe bring an extra flashlight make sure before you travel fucking anywhere all your liquids are filled up in the old vehicle the vehicle device if you will be Get safe while you're traveling blankets in there man yeah just some blankets case. everything you need you, you pack your whole fucking duffel bag just some yeah. clothes you don't fucking wear toss them in no a duffel bag toss it in the back during no this joke. time of the year fucking do that there is no reason to be in your fucking car and turn into a <laughs> damn popsicle there's no just if you break oh, down man, it's I... gonna happen even if you're the best driver in the fucking world you might end up in a ditch it's just what the fuck happened so please be safe be safe be safe it's right around this time of the year in the chicagoland area that it is going to come and it's like it seems because i'm uh, i'm going to a little family function this weekend at the old garage mahal shout out the brazes love uh love my fam bam uh going to hang out with them and uh it's generally that saturday that we get punched in the fucking mouth every yep. year. Every yep. year when we have this little get-together, we get punched in the mouth on yep. this Saturday. So I'm really hoping it doesn't happen again yeah. this year. It's, it's always like the week Saturday before Thanksgiving or the Saturday <sighs> right after it, right? Yeah, 100%, almost every single year. So yeah. there's your PSA from the TTL crew. <laughs> Be safe, you sons of guns. I don't need you freezing up out there. All right? Yeah, man. So, Outside of that, um, nothing really else I can turn into uh, any funny business. I'm sure uh, just looking at my face is enough of funny business for you motherfuckers. Yeah, quit laughing, all right? Quit laughing on the other side of the screen over there. Uh, outside of that, uh, a couple of key <laughs> announcements, um, ones that are things you need to take note of. Um, as far as our additional content, Wise Words Season 2, Episode 1, dropping next Wednesday. There is no episode of Wise Words today. If you guys are expecting a Wise Words Wednesday, you will not see it. We're starting Season 2 with episode one next Wednesday. We finished up season one, episode 10 with Donnie Wrightside Seymour. Last Wednesday, go back, check it out. If you're watching on YouTube, check out the Wise Words podcast playlist. It's also available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple, Spotify, everything in between, Amazon Music, the Wise Words podcast. Go check out the previous episodes. Let's all become better betters together and get juiced for an absolutely electric season starting next week on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Cup of Joe on campus will remain steaming down the tracks every Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. till about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Me and the guys sitting to my left do a little collegiate slate breakdown. We run through the entire college football slates, entire college basketball slates, and wouldn't you know it, we call it Cup of Joe on campus because we drink a cup of coffee with you too. My partner got wild enough last week to uh, bring the whole pot on set with him, was uh, taking a few swigs right out of the set, trying to wake up on Saturday morning. But hey, no harm, no foul. We don't judge at Cup of Joe on campus because we're just waking up for the day, too. So we'll run through all the games, games that we've already locked in, ones we have question marks on, and ones we are telling you to stay far the fuck away from, all right? So tune into that. You might just see a special guest from time to time. I told you about one uh, coming up here on the 27th yesterday. If you didn't watch yesterday's show, I'm not telling you again. You're going to have to be surprised on the Cup of Joe on campus episode for November the 27th of 2021. As far as this week, I don't think any special guest. Maybe we get a special guest. Who knows, partner? I have no clue. Maybe I reach out to a few people. We see what the hell's shaking. We'll put the feelers my, out there. My uh, my brother was joking. So he's taking advantage of all these like barstool promos. He literally gets like a different barstool hoodie every single week. So he's like, have me on uh, Wise Words or this other show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I've gotten now 12 barstool hoodies. <laughs> Yeah, terrific. Absolutely electric. Absolutely electric. Uh, Yeah, yeah. might pale in comparison to a few of the guys we might be talking to. So uh, (laughs) there you go. There you have that. Appreciate that sidebar partner for wise words, even even though wrapping up all of Cup of Joe on campus. Uh, That's all of that. And then additional content uh, as far as outside of any of the pods and everything, check it out, talkingtheline.com. You'll see all of our blogs. Uh, Subscribe to our blogs. You can get all of it delivered right to your email inbox. We will never send you any spam, never any bullshit. We just send you our additional stuff, our insights, analysis. Maybe you'll see an inspiration corner from me. Maybe you'll see a little bit of UFC picks, UFC advice. You'll see our mags extra cheddar, maybe some future advice. All types of stuff we put out there. Nothing's on limits, off limits on the uh, old TTL blog. So check it out there. We got loads of additional content. You can see all of our shows. Uh, they have individual tabs on the website, so you can see all the platforms they're on. Watch it on your favorite platform. Save it. Just bookmark talkingtheline.com so you always got everything right at your fingertips, my friends. Outside of that, uh, partner. Oh, shit. One final thing. Speaking of partner, partnership, ah, uh, <laughs> we are more than excited to announce that uh, we have decided to partner with Chalkboard. Uh, they are an up-and-coming um, app. They are absolutely sweeping the market right now. I love what they're doing. Mags loves what they're doing. Uh, Shout-out Ted Miles. Uh, we are actually planning to have him on Wise Words as a potential guest. Uh, talk about kind of starting up a business in this industry or even just as a young entrepreneur because he's our age, uh, a year older than us. Uh, well, not even really anymore. I'm about to turn 26, so what are we even talking about? So just start being a young entrepreneur in this. Um, I forget it's about to be my birthday sometimes. I'm just out here working, dude. <laughs> Um, and, and kind of having that perspective. And then we also might have another guest too, um, who may or may not be a comedian and a TV personality, Mm -hmm. and maybe they're going to talk about their start in there. And also maybe they do some stuff with betting too. So we'll have plenty of uh, people coming up, but as far as chalkboard goes, download the chalkboard app. You can just find it on uh, Apple uh, iTunes Store or um, iPlay, whatever the shit is on Android, too. I don't know. Whatever. Just the App Store. Go check it out on the App Store. iPlay. I think that's what it is. Either way, um, check it out. Chalkboard app. And then you can follow a bunch of boards on there. You'll see us talking the line. Uh, You can follow our board. And then there's a bunch of channels within there. So what's really cool about it is that 
we can track all of our bets just like we do with action. So we're going to kind of slowly migrate everything over to there and then pretty much use that as our, our sole tracking platform. And then, um, oh, Mag's a little bit frozen there, but no problem, no harm, no foul. We'll keep it going. So we're using it like that. But the better part about it is, is that think Discord, but all sports betting. So any of the channels you see on our board, you'll see um, talking college basketball, talking college football, talking NBA, talking MLB, all the sports on there, but also talking tips and trends, talking special plays like our parlay pop off, or maybe you got a two leg parlay that you want the whole squad to hammer in. Let's all ride it together, whatever. And you'll see lock channels on there too that are we can only comment in them, but um, it'll be like where the most important information and everything comes out of. Um, so you'll see that. And then the ones with the little bubbles, anybody can come in, comment. Nothing off limits, guys. It is a completely open, raw channel. We want to have a blast with you guys, talk about sports. If you guys think we're dumb on a given day, come on, come in, chirp, talk some shit. We're all about it. We love it. Follow us. Uh, you can either find it. Um, I'll, I'll uh, refresh it today on the TTL page, um, but uh, you can find it uh, on um, the Talking Line page or on our page. You'll see a big graphic for it, Chalkboard. But just download the Chalkboard app, and uh, all you got to do is just go to Follow Boards, and you'll see Talking the Line right in one of the main boards there. So we are more than excited to announce our partnership with Chalkboard. Love the guys over there. The crew are uh, just a bunch of guys like us, open, raw, real, and uh, have some serious, serious visions for the future and what this industry holds so more than excited to join them and uh, a few other connections i do believe are going to be coming from that as well my friends so make sure you stay tuned we told you a few months back that we had injected the rocket fuel into the rocket and it was getting close to going out of the atmosphere now if this is said atmosphere right here rocket right about here Rocket right about here, okay? And then all okay. of a sudden, it's just going to go fucking to the moon, and then you guys aren't <laughs> going to know what the hell happened. So, a couple of tether cords. Imagine my arm, just a tether cord, right? This is something you can grab onto. See, look at all the fingers. You got are all you, the extra. Are you using your, like, banner behind you as reference? or just Yeah, yeah, air? something like, okay, something okay, like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And then, okay, and, then, okay. and then you grab on, and then look, even if we go through the atmosphere, you guys are still holding on. You guys okay. are still good. And even if we go to the moon, you guys are still holding on. Everything's <laughs> good. Right so, the, so the seats are all full on the rocket <laughs> ship, but we still have tether cords, and we have not broke through the atmosphere. But if we break through the atmosphere without you on a tether cord, you will have no oxygen, and you will not know what the fuck is going on. So please... Share with all of your degenerate friends, stay on board the rocket ship, and get ready to go to the moon. All the way to the doggone moon, all right, my friends? So there you go. There you have it. Outside of that, Parter, any other rabbit holes before I wrap this show up here with my motivation minutes? No, I think we've uh, spent ourselves out of rabbit holes today. <laughs> 150%, my friend. Actually, one quick thing that's oh, weird. Fuck. Lamar Jackson's sitting out of non-COVID illness. Is he? Am I crazier? Has he been dealing with this every single, almost every single week this year? He's had weird illnesses that are non-COVID related all year. What's going on? Probably just gets a little bit of the boo-boos. Gets a little uh, mama mia, papa pia, baby got the diarrhea and <laughs> fucking can't fucking can't function. And he's just like, oh, coach, coach, I got to take a day off. Give me a fucking day. And John's like, ah, yeah, you know what? You fucking shredded everybody we played so far besides the fucking dolphins. You know what? I don't need that bullshit from you again. Fix your boo-boos and then come on back and be our quarterback again. That's that's. That's all my, right. That's all that's I needed my, to hear. All right. <laughs> that's my thesis. <laughs> if, if I'm an insider of all insiders, that's my that's thesis. Show. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> all right. All right, my friends. There you have it. Uh, all of our mag sidebar, leans, uh, crew banter, all of our nonsense, everything in between. Let's wrap this thing up with last but certainly not least. You know you love every minute of it, my man. With my motivation minutes of the day. 
Now, let me preface this. I cannot take full credit for all of this. Um, I don't really even know what the video is or I can't really even like give it full credit. Um, I saw it on motivational quotes uh, on Twitter or on Instagram. I apologize. And of course, I'll put my own flair on it. But I saw this and I was just like, well, holy cow, more people need to know about this or this this thought process and kind of um, this this all plays into having the mindset that I always talk about. And, you know, maybe sometimes I get to rambling on or I give you guys some things like, ah, fuck, how can I really apply that in my life? Or how can I, how can I have something, I need something to come back to when I'm fighting through the adversity, when I'm getting punched in the straight in the snout with everything I do, every direction I turn, uh, Colt tells me this, but what, what, what can I grab onto? Well, bingo, bango, we got it here today. So it's going to be kind of short and sweet. It's not going to be anything crazy. It's not going to be a long one, but I'm going to ask you, partner, and obviously you guys can kind of follow along on the opposite side of the screen, but how heavy is this cup, my friend? Like literally how heavy is that? Yeah, let's take a guess. How heavy is this cup? Four or five pounds. Okay. Is that a dumb guess? No. How? Okay. We'll get to that. How heavy is this cup? Are we talking with liquid? Yeah, with liquid, maybe, maybe, maybe a little extra liquid in there. Maybe there's half full. Maybe sometimes it's half empty. Maybe it's really full. Maybe sometimes it's only a little full. Yeah, just, okay, just four or five pounds again. Okay. So the weight of the cup does not matter. That's the farthest thing that you need to focus on. What you need to focus on is that as you hold a cup, think about it. Whether if there's a lot of liquid or a little liquid in it, it's generally pretty much the same same weight regardless, right? They kind of make cups to kind of counterbalance themselves like that. So you hold it, ah, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, take your sip, get in and get out. You don't really notice anything, right? But let's say you held it for an hour. Your elbow might start to kind of shake, might get a little sore. I say, shit, I kind of want to put this thing down. What if you held it for the entire day? Your elbow really start fucking shaking. It might even go numb. It might even feel paralyzed because of how much strain you have put on it for that entire day. So what the hell am I talking about a cup and holding a cup for an hour and a day? What, what the fuck? This cup is much like the adversities and the trials and the tribulations that you will face in your life. You can pick them up and think about them for a fleeting second. Think about what you can do to overcome them. Think about what's the next step you can make in front of you and make that step. Or you can hold on to them for an hour. Let them fester inside of you. Let them make you spin down every single rabbit hole you possibly can in order to try and figure out how you can make that first step. Or maybe you can hold on to them the entire day. And they impact you so hard that you feel paralyzed to even make a jump, to even make a move, to even attempt at making that first step. So the key here with this, my friends, is that I give you the permission today to put that cup down. It's your choice. It's your decision. Stop holding on to that weight and putting yourself in paralysis because of all the different options that are coming your way. Pick it up. Take your sip. Okay. What's that supposed to teach me? Set it back down and get after it. 
Don't hold that cup in your hand all day long to where it paralyzes you from being able to tackle tomorrow. So today, my friends, I just want you to remember that it's time to put that cup down. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I like it, my man. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, comparison. Good metaphor. Uh, is that what you would say, metaphor? Yeah, a little, uh, yeah. little metaphor. Uh, not a simile, but yeah, it'd be a little metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. Little, no, I like uh, it. A little something visual for you there, guys. Uh, just 100%. kind of uh, smacked me right in the chest when I got that uh, last night. So I said, "There you go. There you have it. I'll bring that to you guys here this morning." So I like it. Put the cup down. My motivation minutes of the day. A little something to. Uh, Keep in your head when you're battling that adversity, battling those trials, those tribulations. So there you go. There you have it. That sure seems like an episode of the TTL pod to me, my friend. Anything else I missed or came out as I was uh, deliberating there? No, sir. I think we uh, nailed just about every single possible thing we could have nailed today. I think we are in business, my friend. So there is one final thing we must do. And without further ado, my friends, to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 165 of the TTL pod on this beautiful Monday of bets. I know I say it every single day, but we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts, giving us the opportunity to network, connect, chase our dreams and passions and share them with you every single day is more than we could possibly ask. Thank you for your time and your energy that you choose to spend with us. Again, from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate the hell out of you. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans, a terrific day of ticket cashing, and last but certainly not least, hey, partner, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>